listening to That Cast, a podcast of what's happening at that brewery in Arizona. You can find out more about episodes and other things brewery-related at thatbrewery.com. Okay, here we are down at That Brewery. What do you call this? Is it the production facility? Is it the... That Brewery in Cottonwood that or, or in the production facility? Yeah, yeah production facility. facility. Yeah, I'm here with John and Misty, and of course we're going to talk about beer. beer. Always. Um, and what is today? Today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, I'm going to drink a little beer. <laughs> They're actually drinking the beer. What are you having, John? I'm having the uh, Batch 98 here. Classic double IPA. Yeah. Real delicious. Yeah. And Misty? Uh, Pearl Egg. What's your favorite beer? Uh, I love the Amber. Yeah. Um, I'm really liking the, um, the Fossil Creek IPA. Awesome. Yeah. 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 That's a great one. And it can't go wrong with the strawberry. Yeah. yeah. Just, I think I just like looking at the can. Yeah. <laughs> She's pretty hot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like we all are. Yeah. That's why we're on the radio. Oh, it was the joke when the can was first designed. I had red hair then. <laughs> Please sign my can? Okay. And then he kind of brewed it all out? Well, no. Now I have blue hair. Okay. Okay. So I, I thought I'd just kind of ask, like, you know, what what happened first thing this morning? Who was here first? Uh, I was well, I here. Le- I left at five thirty yeah. this morning. So you technically, five thirty. Yes. Technically, she was here first. Um, what were you doing? I brewed all night. You brewed all night. Is yeah. that normal? Yeah. Really? It's nice and quiet. The phone's not ringing. And yeah. it's pretty much a one-woman process. Like you, you can get it done. Yeah. There, there's some there's some muscles involved, but there's no reason why you can't do it. And what were you growing on night long? Nodding up brown. So actually this weekend I went camping with my family and uh, went up on top of Mingus and harvested all the pine cones for her to brew this. Ah. So usually the pine cones come from pine. Right. Um, but uh, Steve was up there and I was down here and I was going camping so picked out some nice pine cones for that. So what do you look for in a good pine cone for brewing? Them? You know, it's the first time I've ever harvested them. Um, so I was just looking for kind of like the real clean brown looking ones, um, you know, kind of the fresh fallen ones that were split open. But it was a uh, it was an interesting process. So there might be a little bit of a oh there they are yeah. in in I, the match. I need to get a well you'll sign the check. Like um, I wonder if there's a difference between Mingus pines. And I'm uh, pines. I'm actually kind of curious to see taste side they're, by side. Well, well, I think there's still a lot to be said for, uh, you know, uh, different terroir, if you will, um, different, you know, different elevations, different, different soils, different, uh, you know, composition of everything that's going on in yeah. the different locations. So, I think there'll be a little difference, but it will probably be small. And then, uh, what's the what do you do with the kind of, uh, wash and? Yep, wash and then the mash. They go, they it's, just just kind, it's just kind of, of a little rinse, and I do hand inspect them and pull yeah. out anything or any proteins with leads I get rid of, um, rinse them off, and then they go in during sparge. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So what do people say when you tell them there's like pine cones in this beer? They're usually surprised. Yeah. And then they say like, oh yeah, I think I tasted it. <laughs> They're never really Power sure. Power of suggestion is, yeah. you know. I know. <laughs> I'm not, not much good taste. So, um, so you were collecting pine cones this weekend. You were brewing all night. So, yeah. when you first came in, what's the first thing you do when you? Uh, this morning, uh, well, uh, I don't know if you've taken any pictures of the tank area here. It's been a uh, while, yeah, first thing we do is uh, uh, check all the temperatures on the fermentations, make sure we're getting a you know nice bell curve on our fermentations, and 
that they're in the right place and the and the cooling's working properly and they are where we want them to be. So you're looking at a readout of what the temperature yeah of all time. of the temperature of the tanks. Um, we'll adjust them accordingly depending on what we're doing that day uh, with any particular fermentation. We'll go through and check the gravity of those, which is uh, kind of gives us uh, where they're at uh, with their depletion of sugar. And um, what exactly is gravity? Uh, gravity is a specific gravity of the of the beer. So this this is what correlates into telling us uh, the percent of alcohol that's in there. Um, and so if they're where we want them to be, we'll crash them and get ready to filter. Um, today's Tony's cleaning the tanks so we can filter tomorrow. Okay. So we'll be filtering the blonde and strawberry over to a couple different bright tanks and to get ready for canning and uh, racking those into kegs right. and getting them out to getting them out into the market. How's it like the, it's been pretty warm lately? Is this like warmer than normal? Does this affect anything in terms of temperature? Or? You know, so uh, in the middle of the summer, uh, the groundwater, I mean, the our our water gets warmer, so it can affect. Uh, the knockout process where we're trying to cool the beer into the fermentation vessel um you know and that's another reason why we brew at night because during the heat of the day when you're boiling 600 plus gallons of liquid on a hot 110 (laughs) yeah it's a lot nicer at night (laughs) so is there more night work in the summer oh yeah yeah Yeah. and and it's i mean it's really up to us and we just like to come in at night and yeah. When you have a little bit of downtime, you have a good coworker you can goof off and joke and make better plans. And That's part of the good. recipe, then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Off and telling jokes. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Who's the better joke teller? Oh, we're both. Oh, they're bad. both pretty inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> we're not asking for Sam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's important to work together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and what else went on today? Uh, just cleaning tanks. We had our uh, sales meeting today. Um, I'm heading over to Sedona to pick up some hops that we're buying from another brewery so we can uh, dry hop the road rash. Um, yeah, really, every day is kind of different and kind of the same. Mm-hmm. So just depending on what where things are in their fermentation level, you know. Or we're it's really about being able to walk in, look around and say, and then being able to prioritize and just know what needs to be done. And when if, if this particular thing isn't ready, well, what are you going to do to get something else in order and something else in line. So is a lot of it driven by, I mean, the, um, the production here is for the, the stuff you're distributing. So the, you have like the, the regular stuff that needs to go out, like clockwork probably, right? Yeah. We do. We have the weekly deliveries and then we have, we just, you know, we randomly get in orders from the distributors and it's three different people that pick it up as well as the fact that I manage the bar and make sure we have music and food and everything else. So there's always something going on in my head mm-hmm. and then helping... I'm the organizer. The guys are the people who like to, they come in and jump in and wing it. <laughs> like that. So you organize, he's a, he's a winger, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. That probably works. Probably yeah, balance we're it balanced, out. yeah. And how did it go with, um, I mean, you did the Oktoberfest brews. That was kind of special. Yeah, we had the Doppelstick that just came out. Um, we also did our first Hefeweizen. Um, it was uh, really well received, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, real nice yeah. Uh, Hef. They come out as like expected. Oh yeah, I think better than expected. I think better, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, when I talked to T last time, she was like, "People are lobbying to make that a regular." Yeah, so that's probably gonna make the cut for our for this next year as one of our kind of mainline beers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too many uh, places in Arizona are doing uh, Hefeweizen either. So, sure. but that's kind of a traditional thing. Yeah. Well, and in 
working in the bar, you get a lot of people asking, why don't you have a half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll, yeah, I could see it easily fitting in. I could see us easily having more regular taps. So what are the, what are the top things that are going now in terms of the bar? Is yeah. it a pattern? For up here, it's really going to be different than in Pine. It's a whole different group of people. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now, it's all about the gopple stick. Honestly, that's, that's what's going when that's gone. I'll have my Batch 98 guys, and if we do the coffee porter, it'll be that season, and that, that'll go. But from our, our mainstays, I, we sell a lot of road rash out of here. And since we've had the Fossil Creek, a lot of Fossil Creek. So the, the crowd up here is really into IPAs. Would you say you get more locals coming in, or you get people? Oh, yeah. oh we got a lot of yeah, locals. mostly locals. No, we do get it. We do get our tourist kind of crowd we get too. A good tourist crowd, but we have the mug club with forty sure. some odd mugs, and those are all locals that come in yeah. just so they can drink out of their own mug. That's a great program. Yeah. Yeah, and so we'll be adding. Uh, we're gonna start bottling uh, some of our specialty barrel aged beers. That's right. And so we're gonna. That's gonna kind of be an add on to the mug club coming up soon. Um, so people that uh, join the mug club will also be able to opt in for uh, specialty bottlings of some of the things we're doing. Um, what are the first ones you're gonna do? We just bottle? released our uh, plum IPA, which we're calling Plum Crazy. Nice. Um, and that's a really cool barrel aged fermented. Uh, um, IPA it was done in an old Sangiovese barrel, uh, so an old wine barrel. Um, we uh, dry hopped it with some local hops that we found here in Camp Verde. The plums came from a local orchard, um, so everything's uh, was very fresh and really, really interesting beer. How's it tasting? It's Amazing. great. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Super good. Yep. So when's it going to be out? Uh, it's it's uh, selectively. Yeah, out. we've been releasing oh, okay. it. We okay. put it on tap. Last Tuesday, I did a flash sale. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and so, that so next week, you just say like it's going to be. Yeah, it's yeah. available today. It's okay. available today. Nice. So, if you're on Facebook and you saw it, and you can yeah. come in here and drink some. Is it here now? Uh, it is. Can I have a sample? I'm sure we can make that happen. Uh, we'll be bottling it next week as well, okay. along with our uh, Russian Imperial from last year that was aged in a old wild turkey barrel. So it has a lot of those neat kind of whiskey characters and fl- flavors to it. Um, we just, uh, filled a barrel, an old cab barrel full of, uh, mud stout, um, added fresh coffee beans and vanilla beans. Mm. So we're calling that the morning mud. It smells. <laughs> it smells amazing. Yeah, it smells amazing. some crazy chemistry. Yeah, so we'll be, uh, we'll be getting that into bottle as well. And then we'll probably do some on nitro and then splitting some off for, uh, an event Misty wants to do, which I'll let her talk about. Uh, but uh, I want to hear about mm. that, but, um... <laughs> The bottles are available here and only, or yeah, they'll be available only here in Cottonwood. That's a reason to come to Cottonwood, folks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you definitely get first dibs if you uh, are part of the Mug Club. Okay, so, so be part of the mug. What, what does one have to do to become a Mug Club member? Pretty soon there'll be a, a renewal thing that comes up, and okay. all of our current Mug Club members will have the option to re-up. So and a, then is there's there a limited number of mug members? I'm not exactly sure how many Tamara ordered this year, okay. but I'm, I'm sure it'll be more than 40. Yeah. And then as soon as all my old members have a chance to re-up, then I open it up to the public. and say old members, say experienced. Experienced. <laughs> my wise members that Your are wise, doing. The wise yes. members. Do you have some of the bottles? Uh, yeah, there's actually one right there behind you. The yeah. Okay. So. Is, is there anything different about the, the bottling process? That... Um, yeah, well... 
It'll be kind of new for this location. Yeah. Um, we're just going to hand bottle everything. It's okay. going to be very limited uh, quantities, so shouldn't take too long. Okay. And then uh, we're getting some labels done. There'll be a crown finish, which means just a bottle cap uh, top on there, and we're going to wax dip them nice. as well. So it'll be very nice, sharp-looking packaging. Are you going to sign any? <laughs> and then I'll have a silver Sharpie, and we'll sign them. I got to tell you, like, the thing I came with from the last time watching you guys do the canning process is, like, like you're touching every can. Like, like you know, when you buy it on the store, like, one of the store, it's like, I know that Misty, like, she popped the top of that thing. You know, <laughs> I was guiding it down the rack. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, again, I don't think people realize, you know, you just think, like, some giant machine does everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, craft yeah, it's hand-on. Yeah. Hand-on yeah, all the way. Labor. So what's your big event you're planning? Um, I want to start doing movies once a month here, and I'm probably going to kick it off in December. I'm a big fan of certain genre of film, and we're going to have an IT DVD release party at that brewery with a what beer. Okay. So I just think an IT, that, and what. I like to do, I want to do some thing things and just get a projector. So is your, genre, is your genre monster movies? Or oh, horror flicks, 70 slashers. Yeah. Oh, I love the guys that. are going to help me every month pick a different kind of movie because if I do it, it's always going to be that. But I think it'll be fun having that, them redoing it, having okay. an it party at that. Okay. I got to, maybe off camera, I'll tell you this thing about Near the Living Dead that I just read about. It's pretty amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, the movie itself. Yeah. Um, so that that's pretty cool. Where are you going to set the projector? Um, that whole big back door. I'll clear everything out. We'll either hang a giant sheet, or I will get a screen projected. It'll be bring your own chair event. That would be awesome. Yeah. That, would, that sounds like fun. Right? And we're going to do a specialty six barrel that day. And okay. That's cool. And so, like, how do you know the day is over? <laughs> we won't. <laughs> <laughs> On a work day, like. Oh, how do we know? Yeah. Um, sometimes we don't. Yeah. Sometimes we take a nap on the couch. Sometimes we look at each other and like, that's it. We're yeah. done. And sometimes we do get to just wrap it up, clean it up, and say, woohoo, we're out. But it's just a matter of, did we get enough done to be productive the next day and start where we want to? That's how I feel about it. Yeah. And, you know, Tony just came up and asked if we needed to sanitize those tanks. And, you know, so we'll get those sanitized today so we can come in first thing in the morning and start filtering the blonde and so that'll just put us a little ahead of the game so we don't have to mess around tomorrow morning and doing going, things we could have done today we try not to but i mean if, if the demand is there we don't have a problem i mean with our dedication that's just like it doesn't it doesn't matter what's going on i mean if it needs to be done it needs to be done anything else special coming up like for the end of the year i mean besides the the movie night we know i mean but we're constantly thinking we made think of something in the middle of the night and text each other and be like, oh, yeah. Well, uh, of course, I appreciate you guys taking time out of your busy beer production schedule. Absolutely. To talk to us and, and podcasting and maybe, well, maybe we'll take a little walking tour. We got to sit down and have a beer, so that's a, <laughs> it's a bonus. Glad to be a second. I, 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 we didn't pour him one first, though. That's can I, oh, that's can I try the plum? I'll go yeah. put it on yeah. the That's the plum, I promise. Because <laughs> I see chunks of plum. I think I do, too. There are chunks of plum. I'm yeah, sure that was how I did it. I, took, <laughs> I looked at it and I'm like, there's chunks of plum in it. We're good. Wow, that is plum. It's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm trying to think of like the beer tasting terms that one no, should don't. apply. No, don't. Always just describe it how yeah. you see it. Yeah. It's whatever you it's like. It's your taste buds. Yeah. No, it kind of, it kind of um, the plum kind of comes back on you. Like the, yeah. the real rich and, and like, um, 
And I like bumps because they're not overly sweet. Exactly. Like a yeah. Tart and sweet. Very dry. Yeah. Yeah. And this was aged. This was aged in again an old uh, wine barrel. Wine so barrel. that had Sangiovese in it. Um, Italian varietal. Okay. No, I was, you know, when you described it last time, it's like, probably no two batches are really going to get exactly the same. Yeah, that's kind of the beauty of aging in barrels and fermenting in barrels. It's, uh, you get a lot of different, uh, you know, qualities from time to time. And what's the, the alcohol and IBU of this one? Uh, mm-hmm. 9.6, the IBU should be up around right, now you uh, tell me. 65, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the, uh, the batch 98 was... A strong one. Yeah, this is a little bit stronger. Yeah. And I think we're, we're getting, come across we're getting like pretty consistent strong. and they don't taste super strong ever. Yeah. None of our... How do people react to the batch? Is that been one of I've had I've had requests for it for a long time before we did it again. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's something that we should do all the time. I, I don't. I think maybe two or three times a year. Because just to keep it special or... Partially, Yeah. And I've, I mean, I've got a, enough people in the in the tasting room that really do ask for it. They really do. Mm-hmm. So does this work really well to kind of get feedback? From oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Exotic oh, right now beer. everybody wants a pumpkin beer. Oh, that's a passe. And I'm like, we're not Well, for me, right? yeah. well, well, for me <laughs> it's October. It's it's a German fest month, and then you know maybe for Thanksgiving I'll make you a pumpkin splash. But, <laughs> uh, we are doing. Uh, the Arizona Trail Ale pumpkin version at one location up in Toronto. So, look at City. Really? Yeah. A one location battle. Well, they yeah. specifically asked for it. They specifically asked for it. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we got enough for a podcast here. What All do you right. Guys Sweet. Great. Yeah. Cool. It's been fun, and I appreciate it. All right. Come down to Cottonwood and, and get the, uh, the bottle stuff. Yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. All right. Ciao. 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 Thanks for listening to That Cast. You can find us and more information from That Brewery at thatbrewery.com and other places online such as Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And we hope to see you sometime up at the pub in Pine, Arizona or down at the brewing facility in Cottonwood.